I'm having a very hard time focusing and comprehending today. Why? I don't know if I had a stroke. Maybe it was the wine? What wine? I didn't drink any wine. Uh, sorry. I always forget that the wine you drank yesterday doesn't exist today. I am not a drinker. Mm-mm. <clears throat> I had a coffee and it made me jittery and it kind of clouded my brain, which was hmm. weird. Have you eaten? Oh, uh, yeah. I got an egg and cheese sandwich from the store. Nice. Affecting everybody. Way to go. I'm allowed out. I stay away from people. Yeah. I went to get pizza the other day, and uh, there was someone else already in there, and I waited for them to come out. Nice. I was just reading this thing on uh, this Crofton area mommy playgroup <laughs> Facebook page, and they were saying that they saw like a group of kids, and it ended up being like around 10 kids, and they wanted to know their other lady's stance on it and if they should say something or if they should call the police or and I was like I mean I'm I don't know I went into like a little spiral of what am I am I doing the wrong thing because I am letting my kids play with some neighborhood kids but it's never more than like five kids total well what if those kids don't have the COVID and your kids do, and then they spread it to those kids. And because kids really aren't affected, then those kids go spread it. Yeah. Or maybe they go hang out with their Mima. And then the Mima gets sick. But then why is the Mima hanging out with the kids? Maybe that's the caretaker. Maybe the Mima lives in the apartment. Oh yeah. <sighs> is that how this works? That's how this works. Should I not let them play with other kids? I feel like I'm just trying to survive. Yeah. Everyone just has to survive. That's what this is. But I'm saying part of survival is the kids have got to like burn off energy. They have to play. And and their little friends come to the door and I can't say no. I mean, I can say no. You keep the door chained. You crack it. (laughs) You peer out a little bit. Go away. Okay. If you are a Mima and you're and you're watching those kids and you know that and you're fine with them going out, then that's on the Mima, not on me. How about does that make more sense? I mean you can make that argument. Yeah, like if you're if you're in danger, don't then take the step to put yourself in more danger by letting your kids go out and play with other kids. That's fair, I think. Okay. But also you have some responsibility to not have your kids <sighs> spread their germs. They're constantly doing that anyway. If you could yeah. s- if you could see you could put on some goggles and see the amount of germs coming off. Oh yeah. Ellie's you, finger is you know, and Pete's never out of their nose. You probably put them in the dumpster and say, I'm done. If you could see this <laughs> the amount of germs. <laughs> Really, just the world in general, if you could see the amount of germs coming yeah. off of everyone and everything, then you would probably say, I'm killing myself. Okay. I can't so, deal with this. <clears throat> There's all these microscopic worms in my eyebrows right now. It's crawling around. Oh, I know. I'm fine with that. I really, I know that that, that is the case, and I really don't care. 
Your eyebrow is a planet for some of these things. Your eyebrow? Yeah. Yeah, because it catches stuff, huh? Well, it's like where these things live. This is their home. Yeah. Your body is their planet. So I should shave off my eyebrows is what you're saying. Sure. I should shave my whole body so that... Huh. That's not actually safer. Because your eyebrows are there to protect your eyes. And all like any place where you have hair, I guess... Okay, let me say this first. Any place where you have hair is a way to protect your body, right? From infections or whatever getting in. But then... What about your arm hair and your head hair and your leg hair? Well, that's not protecting anything. Some of that could just be remnants of hairy apes. Monkey. I saw this video. <clears throat> it was one of those things where it was like a video cut up into different segments. And then eventually they show you the whole thing. But in the meantime, they have like this screen at the bottom saying like, this woman, you won't believe what she does. And then you, their reaction is you can't whatever. So the video eventually was this old lady saying um, that this lady next to her was a monkey. She was a old late a white old white lady, <clears throat> and I'm assuming the other person was a black lady. And she was saying like, "You're a monkey." She's like, "I'm not a monkey." And she said, "You came from one." <laughs> but then I thought, didn't we all come from a monkey? So what is the white lady's point? That doesn't I, make sense. I don't really follow. It sounds racist to me. It is racist. Yeah. She was being a jerk, a racist idiot. Well, but they, then she's calling the other person saying that she came from a monkey, but we all came from monkeys. What does she think that like black folks came from monkeys, but we came from white people came from something else? You're giving her way too much credit for thinking. <laughs> if she's making comments like that to someone's face, she's not thinking deeply. Mm -mm. So you know. I just want my insults to be at least logically sound. Well, that's you. Most of the world doesn't. <laughs> Poop face. That's not a logically sound. Well, I guess it is. Cause sure. All right. That one is sound because there's poop over everything. So that was a bad example. Bad example. <laughs> terrible okay. example. Shoe face. That's not logically sound. You don't, you don't have a shoe on your face. Yeah. See? There. No one calls anybody shoe face. So... <laughs> Your logic doesn't make sense now. I just did. No, but you wouldn't. Nobody does that. Okay, then what's an actual insult that people use? Like, son of a bitch. At least that makes sense. You're saying that your mama was a bitch. Or a bastard, right? You're saying, like, you have no family. I know, but we're trying to find out the, uh, the insults that aren't logically sound. All right, let's think of one. Butthead. It all makes butthead that makes sense your face you have a ass face that's not true butthead an ass is a very specific thing well now we're getting into the territory of animals okay see it still makes sense butt face butthead yeah butthead no one's face or head looks <clears throat> like a butt yeah but you're calling someone's face ugly like a butt well people like butts some people. not when it's on your face Oh, wait, maybe that's not true. <laughs> so there, we figured no, it out. No, butthead, no, that still makes sense. Because at least you're calling someone's face a butt. You're like, your face is a butt. What about, uh, I know that we're allowed to curse and that we do quite often. For some reason, I'm hesitating, saying motherfucker. Okay. Well, you're quoting it. You're using it as in a scientific way, so it's okay. Most people aren't 
banging their moms. Right, but you're insulting the person saying that they would, that's, but that's what not, you do. But you're that's disgusting. Not, it's not logically sound because you're, yes, do- you're not doing it. <clears throat> no, but you're saying you're the kind of person that would. Okay. I see what you're saying. I know, even like kiss ass, that makes sense. What's a what's a good insult that doesn't make sense? Shoe face. <laughs> you can stick with shoe face. That can be. You can write that down. We'll come back to it. Or no bad ideas. R- go ahead and write down butthead. We'll put that on the list. Shoe face, you shoe face. <laughs> Maybe if you feel like someone's pale and like pasty and sort of fat in their face, you could call them shoe. S H O U G H. Huh? Isn't that how you spell shoe? Like shoe pastry? Shoe. The, yeah, the pastry that you fill with like, like the pastry that turns into an eclair. <laughs> I think that's called shoe pastry. I'm looking it up. Okay. Let's see if you're. S- I'm no, it's just. Not a, a great. I'm not great spelling. I'm not good spelling. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. This is staying in, you know. <laughs> Listen, C- I'm not proud H- of it, but I accept it. C-H-O-U-X. Ooh, that was real bad. That was really, really bad. <laughs> show. A show <laughs> page three. <laughs> I should have known it's French, right? Is it French? Yes. Okay, see, I know that. Shit. Or something. Jean and the genre of pastry. Shall we learn how to spell the genre? I'm going out today. What? (laughs) I'm going out today. Where are you going? I got to return this computer to my friend Matt. So I got a zip car. Wow. I'm going to go pick up the new computer from. Do you have disinfectant wipes? Nope. There are not. There are not. Dis- dis- uh, they're not disinfected. That's staying in too. If you get the spelling wrong, I'm leaving my stumbling in. <laughs> they're not disinfectant wipes at the store. I looked. Oh. Well, the, you know, the store close to me. If I went on a mission, maybe I could. What, the bodega? Stuff. Yeah, but sometimes they have that stuff. There's no hand soap there either. <sighs> yeah, they don't have anything there that you need. And the toilet paper there is finally gone. Do you need a crushed box of Cheez-Its? Then yes, they have that. Do you need Spanish Skittles? They have that. Do you need a sleeve of Oreos? The one weird package, like the one one uh, long rectangular box of Oreos. Do you need that? Because they'll have that. Very overpriced though. Those single sleeves. That's oh yeah, outrageous. It's when you're desperate for Oreos. I have to have these Oreos right now. They also have all-purpose flour there. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> a lot of places are putting up a thing for flour saying uh, limit two. And people are hoarding flour? Mm-hmm. Because people, they're running out of bread. So they're all trying their hand at bread. I've seen some real bad bread on Instagram. Yeah. I... And people are so proud. They're like, whoa, it doesn't look right. The inside looks like cake <laughs> instead of bread. I like to think that I'm unique, but I'm just like everyone else because I started doing some baking and then you realize everyone's baking. Yeah, it's so a comfort. I, so I stopped baking. 
Don't stop baking. No, I'm not going to be like all these other people who suddenly are baking. Look, you're not putting it up on Instagram. I bought the Baking Basics book back in 2008 just because I finally used it for the first time. Oh, Baking Basics by Jacques Pepin? No, that's a different one. Oh, man. That's, uh... Take that out. Edit that out. No. That's, like... Jacques Pepin? That's just Show ref- me the book by Jacques Pepin. This is Jacques Pepin. <laughs> Heart and soul in the kitchen. Fart and soul. Why are you so nasty about this Jacques Pepe? He's a, Jacques Pepe. He's, he's one of the greatest cooks out there. Jacques Pepe. Though he I, farts in the soul in the kitchen. Though I did follow his shortbread and custard recipe, where you're supposed to put this layer of shortbread on the bottom of the custard, which sounds good, except it floated. I put the layer of shortbread at the bottom, and then I dumped in the custard before I put it in the oven, and then all the shortbread floated to the top. <sighs> yeah. Jacques Pepe. Jacques Pepe. Oh, no, you put, the, you put the shortbread, you put it on the bottom of the custard. If it floats, you are a loser. Yeah. If the shortbread floats, then uh, it's not a you witch. did something wrong, <laughs> and uh, Jacques Pepe will kill you in your sleep. Oh, wait, if it floats. If you try to drown it and it lives, it is a witch. No. Then, yeah. And oh, then, yeah. And then they right. kill you anyway. <laughs> that's right. And if you drown and die, you weren't a witch, but you're right. dead. And you're like, sorry. <laughs> so you're you're dead no matter what. Who made a, there, okay. I know that during that time there was supposed to be a lot of group think and like mob mentality, but don't you think you'd be the person raising your hand and being like, but what? <laughs> and then they'd be like, you're a witch, I guess. Yeah, that's <laughs> so why you, you didn't, don't raise your hand. You didn't challenge it. Only a witch would defend a witch. Yeah. Wow. And then I, re- I only know this from the crucible that like other people who were having disagreements with their neighbors would be like, he's a witch because he built his fence a yard into my property. Yeah. Or his apple trees branch is hanging over into my yard. Right. And I don't like the shedding of the rotten apples onto my lawn. Mm-hmm. Witch. Witch. And that guy that was crushed to death by those stones. And when they asked him to confess, confess. That he was a witch, he would just say, like, more weight. Just give me more weight. What a badass. <laughs> well, what are you going to do at that point? You're done either way. That guy, who was that? Like, you know, what were their names? Like, Goody Good? You know? <laughs> Did you ever read The Crucible? We were yeah. forced to read it in, like, seventh grade. It was a long time ago. Yeah. <gasps> Did you see the movie? Probably. Oh. I feel like that's movie. something they also showed us in school. Daniel Day-Lewis? I feel. Oh, maybe not. And Winona Ryder? Maybe with not. With her, like, quivering fucking acting lip. <laughs> She's always, like, quivering. And she, she, her, she, has, she has such a way of talking like this. The whole th- movie. So, so, so. Mm, maybe I haven't seen it. It's really good. I feel like I watched something that she was in recently. Something embarrassing that I shouldn't have watched. Oh. Like what? I, I'm not. Mermaids? No. I'm not withholding this on purpose. I would tell you because it would be entertaining. Mermaids? No. Was it mermaids? No. Was it mermaids? No. I think it was mermaids. Ah. Uh, you know, I wanted to say mermaids, but I thought he's not watching mermaids. It was. 
mermaids. <laughs> Who's in this movie? Oh, no. Name the people in it, and I want to try and guess. The Never movie. mind. It's Ashley Judd that was in it, not <laughs> Winona Ryder. <laughs> what was the movie? I don't want to tell you. Oh, my God. Now, now I'm keeping it from you. What was it? That movie where the people with murder is happening? And- no, Hugh Jackman's in it. It's a bad rom-com movie. Is it always 27 dresses? No, someone like you. It was awful. What's that? It was just terrible. It was a so god-awful... It was one of these things where I was doing other th- things around the apartment. I wasn't really interested in watching this. And then uh, I just put it on. I just randomly picked it. I said, sure, this looks like a stupid thing. Oh, man. But I saw Hugh Jackman's face. I and mean, he was young. <sighs> and I said, I like Hugh Jackman. And look how young he is. I like Hugh Jackman. <laughs> I love Hugh Jackman. I love Hugh. I love Hugh Jackman. You should have you should find a gay lover named Jackman. I wanted to go to his arena tour. I didn't yeah. make it. Yeah, where he was singing songs from Les Mis and The Greatest Showman and other I love that one. Other tunes. Ashley Judd. But he looked like a dad. So beautiful. He was. Sorry, not, he's what? not. He's not so great. Like he's good on stage performing, but doing a concert like that. Yeah. I think there was some promotion that was on Good Morning America or one of the other Today Show, and uh, they went outside and he was on a stage. But the way he like taps his foot and moves his leg, he just looks like a, a dad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like okay, Hugh, but he loves his wife so much. It's very. Seeing sweet. the seeing the that movie Three Hundred, that was him. Was he in that? I never I never saw Three Hundred. I have no interest in seeing Three Hundred. I don't think he was in it. Was he? No. Who was it then? Don't you, um, who wasn't 300? Gerard <laughs> oh, Butler. Oh, it's Gerard Butler. Yeah, how dare you? I get them confused. <laughs> That's You should not ever get them confused. Gerard they Butler, do. he was also in, he was Phantom, right? In the movie? He, no. Who was Phantom in that movie? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he was. Oh, no. He had the, oh, I'm so deformed. It looks like I have a black eye. So bad. God damn it. Okay. Why was that movie so bad? My car reservation starts at 145. Oh, okay. Let's go. And then I have to uh, get the car, come back to my apartment, load up the computer, drive to Matt's, drop it off. Matt's going to get in the car with me. We're going to drive into Manhattan. I'm going to go pick up the new computer. It's very exciting. What a day. You have a new computer? Yeah, I put in an order for a new computer. Wow, that's really exciting. How, so what does that bring the total up to how many computers are in your space? Well, right now, <laughs> count, there's uh, three laptops, okay. an, old, an old desktop on the floor, and this desktop I'm currently on. So All five. Right. Is there any underneath your bed? Actually, my old uh, computer tower, a Dell computer from Adele. from the old apartment at 1660 Peachtree. The one wow. I had that, that's still under. Only because there was stuff on it and I didn't want to throw it away. And I didn't know how to wipe the hard drive. I know. What do you do with an old computer? So how many of those other, those three laptops have you touched recently? Two. Sorry, I didn't catch that. Shut up, Siri. 
Hey, stop snooping. I know what is three lap taps have you touched. Sorry, I didn't catch that. Try tapping. Leave me alone, Siri. Uh, okay. That is a game I like to play with the phone where you just make noises into it and let her translate it. Sorry, I didn't catch that. You can also try spelling it. Take me to get a job and get some Pattinson path lampoon. Hey, that's not bad. Can I do mine? And then we'll start. Okay. Pinocosato, chapelite, keposamanate, manene, kunshamtu suntikele. Pinnacle saw shop Ellie think it possible that the man in court shampoo Santa Gilly. <laughs> Santa Gilly. That's how, uh, you know, you can tell your phone to call you something else. Oh, yeah. It, it's Mine calls me Goodyear, but it's good guy Connecticut Picacho. <laughs> because a long time. <laughs> yeah, well, years and years ago, I said, call me this, and then made some noises, and that's what it came up with. Siri. Call me scum shit up. Now I'll call you scum shit up. Call Tay. <laughs> scum shit. Scum shit up. Call Tay Tay. <laughs> good one. Don't get rid of it. I'm calling Pete Spriggs. No, stop. 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 Oh my god. Wow. Siri, really? She was like, "Oh, you want to fuck with me? I'm gonna fuck with you." Hey Siri. What's my name? You, Greg. But since we're friends, I get to call you Goodyear, but it's Good Guy Connecticut Picacho. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. And this week, Autumn, I know it probably seems like a boring topic. I'm actually somewhat worried to, if, if it's not, people go onto the feed and they see boobs obviously they're listening if they <laughs> yeah. go onto the feed and they see socks or greg likes trains they're not going to listen if they go on and they see fetishes or autumn's naked they'll listen <laughs> okay <laughs> autumn's naked is not a topic no but it is one for the future sure i don't know what it'll entail <sighs> me either because my body is changing due to covid Isolation. Well, that, uh, you know, it's important when you're locked up in COVID isolation. What's that, Greg? Is getting a routine in place. Oh, is that this week's topic? Well, routines is this week's topic. But the reason I wanted to talk about it, it is important now. It is timely with COVID happening and everyone self-isolating. But just in general, uh, I've never been a real routine person. I hate routines. I've rebelled against routines my whole life. And uh, now it's really glaring. It's really one. It's somewhat ridiculous. You're just fooling yourself now. If it, during this time when we're locked inside, you need a routine. What? Okay, I'll get up every morning. I'll take a shower. I'll make an egg sandwich. I'll get some coffee. It's fine. Maybe that's important. It's something that you know, having structure to your life, it's probably good for your mental well-being. But introducing something like that that's completely fabricated for the sake of not going insane, is hard for me to accept and adopt. Because I'm just doing this so I don't lose my mind. And, uh, you know, because I'm a child still. I try to be a grown-up. But because I'm a child still, I re rebel against all this stuff. 
just like my whole life. This is what got me thinking about it, is that I can't implement a routine now. And I've never really had a routine because in my mind, I have this idea that I hate routines. But even though I think about my life in the perfect way, it involves routines. Like if I fantasize the kind of life okay. I would like, it's like, oh. What, what, is that fan- what does that fantasy look like? Where things are somewhat structured and you go to work, maybe you come home, you write, you go to the gym, you do this thing, whatever. This idea of being productive and moving forward because that's just what you do for some reason in my mind is appealing, but then subconsciously and consciously, it just is repulsive if I actually try to put it into practice. For, for example, a few, yeah. so the, over two years ago, I decided on Mondays and Wednesdays I would go to the gym. Tuesdays and Fridays I would go to the library, the big, beautiful public library here in New York, and write. I probably went to the gym three times, so I went to the library twice. And I still have the alerts pop up on my phone every yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. Yeah. Because somewhere in my mind, living that kind of life is appealing. Yeah. Then I end up not doing it, and now I just let the alerts pop in my face so I can feel like a piece of shit. Okay. So, routines. So I, you... I would like to implement an, a routine, and uh, you know, I just wanted to talk it through with you. Yeah. Um, and it seems like <clears throat> you both, you don't, you want a routine for yourself because, okay, you're saying, you're saying a couple things. You're saying in my dream scenario and in my, the, the self that I strive to be is someone who does have a routine. You know, like you said, you go to the gym these days, you write these days. And I think of stuff like that as kind of like a ritual. You know, that there's a lot in your day that you can't control, but the parts that are just yours, if you fill those with things that feed you, then that's self-care. You know, that's 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 something that for me, when I think of a routine, it helps me mark time. You know, like this time is mine and this is what I choose to do with it. And if it were up to me and my lazy side, I would not do a whole lot and then feel pretty guilty about not doing a whole lot. So when I sort of turn it into almost like a a ritual, it becomes my routine and I enjoy it more. Does that make sense? It does make sense. You're still seemingly fooling yourself. No, it's not fooling myself. It's do it's feeding myself. And that's what you want. But then on the other side, you're saying you want to rebel against that, but it's really rebelling against what you already want. So I don't understand where the rebellion comes from. Well, yeah, I don't know where I'm coming from, quite honestly. (laughs) I'm at war with myself constantly. Why can't those two be together? Why can't why can't you be someone who doesn't want who doesn't have to live in a way that is like a cookie cutter? Right. You can be that person, but you can also be someone who enjoys and thrives with a routine. Not a, not maybe maybe going to the gym three times a week and heading over to the library. all the time. Like maybe that was too much. You know, maybe you need a little more downtime within those days. And so that's why you just don't do them. Well, there's this desire for freedom that I have. 
and not a freedom to do things, a freedom from things. I just want to be left alone. Right. But then when you are left alone, you don't feel good about it. No, I don't end up feeling good about it. This is what's happening right now. Being stuck inside is there's a lot of downtime. Just a lot of sitting around, staring at stupid Hugh Jackman movies. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley Judd. Yeah. Why is this happening? Why am I spending my time doing this? So, yes, there's a push to do more in those instances. But then there's, you know, a push that's a little bit stronger in the other direction. Like, nah, what are you going to do? What are you going to go sit at the computer and make something? You're going to be creative. And the truth is, you know, I made that video that we collaborated on, the Beverly Hills Cop, and I felt really good about myself. And I like doing those things. But sometimes the thought of doing them is very stressful. I'm like, I can't do that, even though I know in my head I can. It's the same thing with writing. It's like, that's impossible. What am I going to go? If you just go do it, you do it. And then things happen and you create things and then they're there. And I know this, but still not enough to offset this desire to avoid everything and be free from things. Just how dare, how dare anyone put any kind of pressure on me? Including myself. Yourself. Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's un. It's no. You son of. You a- can have both. You can have part of your day that you know what I I don't really like thinking of routine. Routine sort of has this connotation of boredom. You know, like it's just my mundane routine every day. I do the same things. I feel. I feel more comfortable thinking of it as a ritual, you know? You hit on something I don't really know the difference between the two. I feel like my morning ritual is to make a tea, or it used to be coffee, but now I've switched to tea. And I love that part of my day. There's certainly an idea that routine is boring somewhere in my brain. Yeah, don't call it that. Stop, Stop using that word. I like to think of myself as someone who... Is open for all the exciting things that I can yeah. choose to say no, no to. <laughs> sure. They, they exist. Listen, just because something <clears throat> is a ritual or a routine, it doesn't mean that that can't be broken. You know, for it's like you, you're not going to say, oh, I can't, uh, this thing that popped up with my friends, I can't go with you tonight because I have it in my, my routine that I go to the gym tonight. Like, no, who cares? Go to the thing. But you can also enjoy the ritual of doing something that is quote unquote in your routine here's the thing with the gym too i'm never gonna go that's not gonna why don't you unsubscribe from that gym (laughs) it gets punishment how much is it a month 20 bucks 20 bucks and they're still charging even though they're closed and now there's a class action lawsuit against them because all the other gyms stopped charging when they closed for for covid yeah and ours is still charging and now this now the state has stepped in and said, stop now. Stop charging people. Because no one can get a hold of them. It's New York Sports Club. Oh. And so now... That I w- seems like a reputable gym? Or is it just some random... Well, it just sounds important. Apparently there's some shady practices with this. And uh, that no one can reach them. Just wow. as an aside. So now I will go cancel. Once uh, once this is all over. You can't you can just do- stop payment. You can just refuse payment. Yeah, then they're going to... Say you're delinquent and maybe send collections after you. And you can't cancel online. Oh, 
You can't? No. Oh, fuck them. You have to write a letter. A letter? And like right now, they're probably being inundated with letters. Right. So Like I'm, Miracle on 34th Street? With the I'm judge? Just, and the... I'm just letting it go. My punishment <laughs> okay. continues. Okay. Maybe ultimately that's what I like. I want to do things. I want to implement routine into my life. That's beneficial to me. But I'm more comfortable not letting that happen and then punishing myself for it. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, because it gives you, it, it turns you into like a martyr for yourself, right? You're like, I'm not going to just not go and then turn off the notifications on my phone, delete the, you know, events in all events in the future. No, I'm going to leave those on. So I'm punished because I'm still a good person. Because I'm still a good person? No. Yeah, because you're saying that if you were, you'd be a bad person if you didn't go to the gym and you turned off the notifications, then you're just a real piece of shit. But in this way, you're, you, you continue the notifications so that you remind yourself you're a piece of shit. Therefore, you're a good person. I don't know where you're getting the good person from. Because you, you're not just going to not do something and then not punish yourself. You're still going to take the punishment. So that means you're a better person. Because you're I'm like just, you're still I, okay. You're, yeah, I don't think I'm a good person for taking the punishment. I actually don't like the punishment. I'm not a glutton for punishment. I'm just a child. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> I'm still rebelling against my parents. But it who, doesn't make sense. No one who are, who are very routine oriented. Not because of health. No, they were this some obsessive compulsiveness. Yeah. That uh, you know, my dad. Every day of his life, his routine is like, go to bed at 7.30 in the evening and get up at 3.30 in the morning and go work for God knows how many hours and then come home and do the same thing. And then on weekends when he didn't have to work, he's like, I'm going to go work in the yard and never sit still. And uh, right. like the house was constantly clean. My mom's like, everything needs to be in place. Everything needs to be made and spotless. And uh, How'd you do that with three kids? That was uh, that she was always home. That was it. That was her thing. Yeah, but you're still taking care of three kids. Yeah, it's a lot. Don't it's get me lot. wrong. You know, it's impressive that there's yeah. the ability to do that. But I had no desire. I, was like, I don't want to do any of this. Yeah. And so I'm still at 38 years old acting like I'm telling you when I was seven and I said, this is it. I don't want to get any older. I'm going to stay seven forever. <laughs> Mentally. Mentally, I did stay seven for a very long time. Yeah. Maybe I'm 12 now. There you go. Maybe I've... Getting so big. Through my work and therapy, I have moved through it. But there's a strange OCD where they're more compulsive, and then I am more obsessive. Okay. And I'm not proud of this, but the one time that there was real routine in my life was uh, you know, when I took pills. Which was during a time when there was no routine. No, it inter- yeah, it introduced a routine. Right. It's like, all right, my day. I think, uh, you know, a big part of a routine is there's something that you need to do in your day. It doesn't need to be the same thing every it's day. It's a touchstone. It's like my day revolves around this thing. Yeah. And then the other stuff will spoke out from it. Exactly. That's what I mean. It's a touchstone. It's a home base. It's a, <clears throat> it's like a totem. Yeah. Well, what, what do you do? What's your thing? Well, every morning I make tea. Mm-hmm. 
and I before it was coffee, but when it was coffee, I would, you know, like schedule, you know, the night before I would always set the, the, the schedule on the coffee maker to make coffee in the morning. Um, when I was, you said, <clears throat> you set the thing one, yeah. you figured that out. Yeah. <laughs> I when, like it. It would just turn on. Yeah. So you'd put the coffee in the filter, mm-hmm. you dump the water in. Yep. And then you're like, set it up. And then you would wake up to the smell. Yes. Best part of waking up is generic mild roast coffee in your cup. Wow. Yeah, so that was my thing. I always had a coffee and it was never like, oh, don't talk to me before my coffee. It was never like that. It was just a thing that I like to do. Like I said, for me, it marks time. You okay? Yeah, I have like a lot of a lot of that. Uh Probably the COVID. Um, Yeah, I feel like it, it helps me know this is what I do in the morning. I also really like floating around my kitchen and knowing where things are. And I do the same thing every day, you know, like I keep my little tea bags in this special compartment, in this special like container. And the way I open it is always the same. And what I do, and like I get two tea bags ready <clears throat> because I, I make a big, like four cups of it at once because of the show. And I can't have time, I don't have time to steep it in the middle of the show and then make it back between commercials and blah, blah. So like I get, I don't know, stuff like that. Um, and then when I was younger, I definitely had a routine when it came to what I did in the morning, what I ate in the morning. Um, the TV shows I watched helped me uh, mark the days, you know, where it was like, oh, okay, Rugrats is on on these days. You know, Doug is this day. Uh, Red and Stimpy is on sun- a Saturday morning when I would clean, I would do chores. <clears throat> and I always did things like, I, I know I get this from my dad because my dad does it now where during commercial breaks, he does little bits of his chores. You know, <laughs> like if my chore was to dust to be like, I'm in the middle of dusting. The show comes back on. I go and watch it until the commercials. Then I go and do some more dusting. And I, da, 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 da. what does he do so, now? If he's watching, uh, does he still watch regular TV or is he getting into the streaming without commercials? Um, <clears throat> no, I think he does. They do both. So uh, they still have regular TV. But the chores are not getting done as much. I don't know. He's he does the chores. Well, there's no commercial break. No, but they're doing both. There's binge watching. You know, so if he's watching something on TV, I think. Well, listen, I don't know. I haven't lived at home in a long time, but I know that that's what he used to do, and I did it too. Um, but yeah, it helps me. It was little touchstones of like what day of the week it is. Um, where am I in my day? I'm in the morning. I do these things in the morning. It used to be every morning I took a shower. Um, I don't shower every day anymore. <laughs> so that's, that's really like catch as catch can whenever I shower. And, uh, now that I don't have cable TV, I don't think about what day it is necessarily. I've started because a lot of good Bravo shows have come on recently. And so now I'm starting to pay attention like, oh, yesterday was Monday. So that means, you know, Shaw's was last night. So I can go watch that. This is interesting. It, it shows how much TV was, uh central in people's lives Mm -hmm. when shows came on at specific times because i think talking about routine you can lump structure into it and a show the show you liked came on at seven so you would do the things you had to do and then you would go it's still crazy that tv was so focused in people's minds 
But I was like, all right, I'm going to do these things. And I'm going to watch that show that I like or these few hours of shows. And now because you can just watch things whenever. Yeah. I wonder if people do structure it like they still this is when I will watch things. But I do feel like a lot of people jump in like, well, I don't know. I know I'm going to binge watch and I'm going to spend hours sitting here. It is. Um, I, I miss just turning on the TV and flipping around. There's a weird comfort in that. Uh, and that's why I like going on Pluto TV sometimes. It's that app that you can get on your smart TVs where. And watching Fail Army for hours upon yeah, hours. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> but uh, I've, I've had it on the. Sorry to. I don't, don't you lose your train of thought. I yeah. just. I haven't changed the channel on Pluto since uh, I've been locked inside. It's on the stupid Gordon Ramsay channel only. <laughs> It's your favorite one. Well, that's your fail army. I, I tend to put Pluto on when I'm Kitchen doing nightmares. something else. Yeah. And I don't want to feel alone being trapped inside. And mm-hmm. Ramsey has become my friend. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, that gives me a real being on Pluto and flipping around and just seeing like what movies are playing on there. Uh, uh, are there any good bingey TV shows like old MTV shows like Made? Or, you know, or True Life. Is that happening on Pluto right now? And they have weird commercial breaks. Um, and I don't know. It gives me this traditional cable TV feeling without having to be paying for cable TV. Um, I really don't look forward to the day when they crack down on account usage. You know, because not for Pluto, but just for um, cord cutters. Because I'm using, you know, my parents' <clears throat> uh, password for a lot of things. Uh, the, so like am apps. I. Huh? Shh. I said, so am I. Don't tell them. Yeah. So when, I don't know Actually, how you should tell them. down on that. You should. I, the only time I log into My their, parents know. That you use it. Yeah. But they know that you gave me the password so I could watch uh, Better Call Saul. Oh, no, I guess they don't know that. That's the only time I actually use it, but. Yeah. You should tell them. I don't know. All right. I feel. I don't. Well, they're going to find out now if they listen. Thank you. <laughs> Please don't kick me off if you see a login from New York. I only really watch Better Call Saul. <laughs> I watch it live. Streaming. Well, and even if you watched other things, what would it matter? It I doesn't guess, affect anything. I guess you're right, as long as it doesn't kick them off. It doesn't. It's interesting that you say you like the... So there's some comfort yeah. in the old model. And I think... Because you to turn on the TV... Sometimes you just want to zone out. There are times when you turn on the TV with purpose. We're like, I'm going to watch Tiger King now. Or, oh, I've, I'm watching this show on Hulu, you know, because I know what's on there. But then there are other times you just want to zone out. And you can't do that when you're a cord cutter because you have to be specific about You have to, like, choose what you want to watch. No, that makes sense. But tying into our topic, the comfort that you get from flipping around, that's... Yeah. But, you know, I think routine in general is uh, comfort for people because it's control. Right. And people know what they're going to get for the most part. If you have a routine, you know what's coming in your day. Sure, things can pop up and you maybe need to adjust. But at least on paper going into the next day, you know what you're getting. Yeah. And for some reason, the comfort or the discomfort, I should say, for me, quite often lives in the routine. So my comfort, and not that I feel good about it or really like it, is the lack of routine. It just feels comfortable. Even though as time goes on, I'm liking it less and less. And look, you know, for the longest time, I, when I was a kid, I hated going. Well, I liked school, I think, in elementary school. But I even remember then 
thinking, I hate that I have to go Monday through Friday. It wasn't like school itself that I hated. It was just, it's this day at this time. And you have to do this. And I remember sitting right. on the bus on Mondays, dreading the fact there was, because a week was long when you were in second grade. Yeah. Dreading the fact there were five days. And then the same thing, you know, with, with work. I really thought that I would like a job where there isn't as much structure. You have a task to do, but you can do it whenever you want. And I, I've never really had a job like that, I guess. When I was working in radio, I liked it, even though that was the same, you know, there was structure to that seven to midnight at 99X. Yeah, you had to be there. Yeah, but that was, you know, I enjoyed that for the for the first part until Cumulus bought them. Okay. And then changed things. But, you mm -hmm. know, that's a different thing. That's because that was a creative. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outlet that uh, and a job that I really wanted. Um, yeah. But then when I had a job where I could work from home, even though we were supposed to work normal hours. My last job, it wasn't good. I didn't end up liking it. And the idea of having a job where I implement my own hours, I'm not good at that. So I kind of need someone else to force it on me. So my job now, I was enjoying going, getting up, going to work, putting in some work that I enjoyed, coming home. And so I think I was slipping into a routine that now it's been pulled away. And there's some fear that's like, I'm just going to go back to days when I didn't have as much structure. Like when I was freelancing, yeah. uh, I certainly was underworked because I wasn't putting in the work to find more work. I just made enough to get by and then ended up doing pills. Which to, to fill in for the you gaps. gave you structure. Yeah. <clears throat> so look, there's a there's a desire for it. There's just an inner battle constantly because it's very hard for me to accept that I'll just fall in line the way I'm supposed to. Again, I'm a child. Can I really, you, instead of doing all or nothing, can you just implement one uh, ritual? Sure. And then maybe go from there. You're reasonable. You're being reasonable in this. Yeah, that can conceivably be done. But quite often with me, I got to eradicate one of these sides. They can't coexist. These things, they can. The point is they can, but this yeah. is the approach is, well, there's this part of me that doesn't want routine. There's this part that does. One of them has to die. <laughs> no, they can, no, they can both exist. I know you're right. How are you going to get there? How am I going to marry How are you going to get to a place? Yeah. Where you can marry those two plate, those two parts of you. You just, I just have to start implementing some things. That just aren't. one little bitty thing. You know, like just one tiny thing in your day. You could start that as your, I don't like the word routine. Okay. Well, we can play semantics. Yeah. Ritual. Ritual. Make it a ritual that. <laughs> ritual makes me think of a cult. I, and sacrificing some goats. Tradition. Yeah, it's not really a tradition. But a tradition is like <laughs> lifelong family passed down. We don't need to get stuck on this. All right. Well, implement you like could, one you, tiny. Just for the sake of this, you call it a uh, uh, ritual. I'll okay. say it doesn't matter really. We know what we're talking like about. Like I said, routine sounds boring. Oh, like, I always take my vitamins before I do this. And that's my ritual. Yeah, but I people, mean, that's my routine. Sorry. 
people, you know, take comfort in that. But it also does sound very, very boring. Yeah. So make it something that's not boring to you. But the thing is, my life can be very boring because I'm not doing anything. What do you mean? I'm saying find something that. No, no, I'm just I'm just arguing my own against my own point. Oh, okay. the person who has the boring routine is like so boring. It's like, what do you do? It's like, all oh, no. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> and look, a lot of this really is something that I felt like I was moving out of. And I maybe I have moved out of it. Yeah. it it's just being thrown back in my face because we're stuck inside. Yeah. And so I'm being confronted with this old habit. I uh, I like to never have dishes dirty in the sink overnight. Um, in recent months, I have been more forgiving of letting that kind of thing happen. Uh, but there was a time where it was like, I don't care how tired or done with this day I am. I'm not going to bed with dirty dishes in the sink. You're also a weirdo because you have a dishwasher. But you still prefer to hand wash dishes. Well, yeah. Why? Listen, in listen, there were in previous months there were more dishes to do, and they were easier done in the dishwasher. And now that is not the case, and so I'd rather instead of running this dishwasher, first of all, that's loud, and you take the dishes out way after they're done. And they're still wet <laughs> and the dishwasher is really small. And so I feel like I can't fit as many things in it. I just feel like, oh, I want to stupid dish myself. I love the noise of a dishwasher. It's comforting. You feel like it's the ocean? Well, no, it's steady. It's a relatively steady, but I guess some of them, depending on the quality, you can't hear the water splashing around. Inside. Yeah, this one's not as, this one is brand new, but it's not as, um, I don't know, updated. So yeah, my rich, uh, my little bit of a routine is to typically, but lately forgiving myself more for not doing it, is making sure the dishes are done. Um, I like, I'm real fast and loose with my routines because I do like to have a made bed. Um, I didn't grow up having to make my bed ever. I would like laugh at people whose parents would be like, hey, your mom makes you make your bed. That's lame. I don't, I never had to do it. But now I love a made bed. And I make sure my bed's made at some point during the day. It's much nicer to get into a made bed. Oh, it's the best. So like crisp and clean and even we, if they're not clean, yeah, feels clean. <laughs> even if the sheets are just as dirty, made or not. Yeah. It feels like you're crawling. It's been a month and a half since I've washed these sheets, but the bed is made. So therefore it is clean. It feels like a bed. And when it's unmade, it feels like a nest. <laughs> yeah, which which I, you, yeah, I think I'd like. I, eh, I, mean, I mean, a nest to me. <laughs> I understand where that could be appealing. Like a rat's nest, not like a robin's nest. <laughs> it's like I'm getting into this nest. Yes, like yeah. a small mammal. Yeah. Crawling Burrow into Burrow yourself into it. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I like that. Um I don't know. I don't uh, other routines. I don't know. You brush your teeth every night. That's a routine. You don't think that's lame or boring and that's only for yourself yeah it's short and there's short. no real anxiety tied to it when i was uh, younger in the summer i would have a nice routine where i drank a coca-cola at 12 30 every night or morning whatever you want to say it was i had to say night because what oh 12 30 a.m yeah just after midnight what do you mean why were you awake because i would watch uh, in the summer because like, i would watch yeah, but... conan i would watch the late show with conan o'brien 
and, and it came on at 12 30 yeah okay you had to watch it live and i would get a coca-cola and i really enjoyed doing that like there's there are things i love that, I, that kind of thing see to me that's a ritual that is more of a ritual yes because that is a thing that you do i kind of feel like my routine is ritual you know like when i was walking ellie to school in the morning it was our routine to do that but i felt like it was a ritual you know it was like we're walking, we talk together, we laugh, or I help her not be freaked out about school. You know what I mean? I just felt like it was our little ritual. Okay, I'm buying into this now. When yeah. I was arguing against you with ritual and it severed goat heads. I don't <laughs> yeah. I, I see what you're saying. There's something that you get out of it more. Yeah. Than just boring old get up, make the bed. I do weird things too. Like after I am out of therapy, I always use the bathroom. I don't always have to pee. I just always do it. And sometimes if I don't have to pee, I'll just wash my hands. I go in there. Like I, my hands have to be washed after therapy. And it's just, it was just something I did the first day. I was like, oh, I really have to pee. And then I washed my hands and I just felt like, I don't know. It felt like a cleansing. Okay. I've washed off emotionally and physically some things. That makes sense. I like it. I love that kind of thing. That's why I like Catholicism. I was raised Catholic. I'm not, I'm just cultural. I call myself culturally Catholic, like people who are Jewish are like culturally Jewish because I love the tradition and the ritual of Catholic church. Even though when the priests are talking and you're supposed to repeat, everybody sounds like they're like zombies, like thanks be to God. (laughs) It sounds kind of creepy and culty, but I love like they do the incense. There's things, there's callback things that you say to each other. I don't know. I like, I like ritual. I fall into that sometimes with, uh, I mean, I'm, it, there's nothing implemented now, but in the past and other relationships, like on Sundays, we'll go to the same restaurant Cute. for, for you know, breakfast. And I enjoy that. Like it is something to look forward to. Yeah. See, that's fun. Make it's yourself a, a little ritual. Well, when I was talking, you know, I had therapy yesterday. My therapist was like, you're the only person that I see that I haven't spoken to about implementing a new routine during this time. It's like, yeah, I don't want to. Now, was that, was she saying that other people have brought that to her? Or was she saying that she brought that to others and you're the only one she hasn't done it with? I don't know if she's brought it to others. I think a lot of people do bring it to her because people are grasping for control. Yeah. And this is how you feel like you're in control. And quite often, I guess I feel even control is in, imposing on my freedom. It's okay. Yeah. Get out of here. No time for any of this. I just need <laughs> to exist here See, that's and everywhere. The thing. You can do both. I know you this. can shirk off a ritual or a routine. Look, it's a good opportunity for me to take the things that I feel like I've learned over the past few years since I was sitting around not being as productive as I, as I wanted to be. Um, just not even living as much as I wanted to be. And I moved out of that, but there was some structure that was imposed on me and I didn't mind it so much that it's tied to living in a world that doesn't exist right now. So it just feels as though, all right, now it's back on me to do this myself. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to do it. The, the, The plan is to do it. Okay. I don't know what it looks like yet. You're going to figure it out? Yeah, well, if if I want to continue to grow and say that, you know, I'm an adult. I have found that exercise 
like before I really viewed exercise as only something to lose weight. And I kind of stopped exercising because I learned that exercise and losing weight is a very losing weight through exercise is a very small percentage of how to lose weight. And really it's a lot about diet. And so I was like, I'll just starve myself. And that's how I'll do it. I don't need to move. Who gives a shit? But lately as I've been exercising, I feel like it's helped me a bit mentally more than anything else. And um, I really want to start creating a routine of working out. Um, I feel very strongly about doing it. I really want to do it. But I was supposed to do it. <laughs> supposed to do it Friday night. Didn't happen. Was supposed to do it last night. Didn't happen. I feel like I still have hope for today. But I, I hope it happens. It doesn't sound like it's going to happen. <laughs> well, you know, looking at my track record, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. But I still have hope that it will. And all it takes is me just doing it. This is why I had exercise as something I wanted to do because in the past I did it on a more yeah. regular basis. And I did feel good after. Maybe I just don't like joy. <laughs> you know, go to the library, the beautiful. Oh, it's so gorgeous. Main branch public library in New York and do some writing in there. Like you should be so lucky to have access to that. Yeah. That's what I say to myself. And you leave and you said, I wrote some stuff and this feels good. And then something in my brain said, no, 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 you can't oh, feel no. good. That's not allowed. You're a piece of shit. Now you go back to feeling like a piece of shit or I'm going to do something like hurl you in front of a train. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let that impulse get real strong. <laughs> you can move back against the wall on the platform as much as you want. <laughs> Nothing's going to stop me from moving those legs as fast as it can towards that coming train. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That is interesting <laughs> that I have, I know I know for a fact that I like these things and I just avoid them. But that's what gonna, do you what what would be what about you doesn't want joy? Or you feel like you don't deserve joy? I I say this subconsciously. There's no Yeah forward thought and like you don't deserve any of this <laughs> yeah i mean maybe i've been there before in my life i, I maybe it has to do with what you saw your parents doing you know where it was it did seem like so much work there was a real fear it's like man that's just a like constant that's dominating your life yeah. these things i don't want my life to be dominated in such a way i want to right but you can't swing so pat you know so far the other this way this is my mo you know this when I don't like, I see something, I'm like, I'm not like that. I go to the extreme opposite yeah. end. So the hot, you know, like the engine's running too hot, but then you bring it down the other side and it's too cold. You got to be up in the middle. You grow up, dudes talk disparagingly about women and having sex with them. Like, I don't like that. I want nothing. to. I'm just not going to have sex. Which uh, I'm going to pretend like I don't care at all about sex. Well, I didn't shut it down ever completely, but there was part of me like, you can have a good relationship without sex. That's fine. It's not even that important. Is it? I don't look. I don't buy into it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just trying to prove some point. Yeah. That a seven-year-old would prove. That's. <laughs> That's true. Seven-year-olds are very black and white, right? It's like if a man who's starving steals a loaf of bread, he's wrong because stealing is wrong. And then once you're twelve, you're like, well. 
there's some gray area in motivation and law and whatever. And so. that thing's overpriced. How dare they price yeah, that so hand mixer for $40? We should all be stealing. <laughs> that, that hand mixer should be 15 Why is it 40 So I'm going to not scan it and put it in my bag at the self-checkout. <sighs> We've really revealed a lot about ourselves in this podcast, which was we're stealing our parents' uh, cable. It's not and, stealing. You gave it eh. to me. I'm stealing my parents' cable, and you're stealing hand mixers. I that was a hypothetical. Oh, sorry. That's I mean hypothetically stealing. I would never do such a thing. Um, me either. I would never. Uh, pretend to forget that there's something at the bottom of, um, of my cart during the self-checkout and leave. Oh, this case of water under the cart? I forgot about it. Do not put, even in this, look, I need accuracy. <laughs> no one's buying a case of water in this house. People who are buying cases, of, get the tap water, okay? I'll say it again. This is. I know I've said, I don't know when I've said, I feel like I've said it a lot. This is the best Water in the world. Free, ac- basically free access to water. Get over yourself and drink water from the goddamn tap, you idiots. You're creating so much waste with all that plastic and the bottles of water. You're but spending the, money on something that cu- you're already paying for out of your tap. But the fluoride's poisoning me. You know what it's doing? It's making your teeth strong. You're welcome. My government wants to kill me. Those With mil- what? Those Something m- that makes your teeth stronger? Fluoride. Fuck you. And those millimeter wave machines that they use for security checks at the airport sterilize people. Exactly. Are you a nut? Are you a nut like those people? If you think that the fluoride or whatever's in water is killing you, your body was designed to drink water from a goddamn stream. So relax. Well, it's not, you know, New York City. This is something I heard someone say. I'm paraphrasing now. But New York City, I know it's the cleanest, some of the cleanest water in the country, for, especially for a big city. But it's the pipes I don't trust. Those pipes are very old that deliver the water. That's the. It's still filtered. It's the person's argument. Lead. Rusty All right. Pipes. Fine. Fine. Okay. I'll give that to you. Okay. That's a Get a Brita. This Get is... a goddamn Brita filter bottled water you can have another versus show bottled water versus tap water i've said it this is all i need to say i'll get so mad fill a full episode of you ranting it's the same people who get the amalgam taken out of their teeth because they think it's i don't know poisoning you shut up (laughs) conspiracy theories all right we'll do that next well that's gonna require some research Ugh, never mind (laughs) <laughs> don't do any research on this show COVID ain't real it's the 5G radiation that's killing people oh is that what it is this COVID's made up so uh-huh. everyone goes inside so people can implement 5G and then the 5G the radiation is what's making some people sick and then 5G oh. allows the government to track you easier on your phone and then once they come up with a quote vaccination for COVID Right, it's which is really, really 5G radiation poisoning. No, it's really going to be a microchip that they put under your skin. <laughs> so Whoa, is this real? Do people really think this? I don't. I, Are you making it up? No, this is something that I read. Uh-huh. I don't know how many people. I'm sure someone thinks it, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like some people just share those things because it's so ridiculous and they're <laughs> controlling. 
And I hope the majority of people are doing that. But I do think some people believe this shit. Yeah. Listen, we're all curious natives. We really are. We look for patterns. We look for when when something doesn't feel like a good enough answer. We look for other answers until, you know, something just strikes a chord with us and you're in different tribes all of a sudden. You know, the people who think it's fake is one tribe. The people who overreact and are, you know, scared to set one toe outside, you know, maybe they're in another tribe. And we're all just, you know, Neanderthals. I mean, the people who were, the, from, I don't know, how, when, when were cavemen drawing, you know, handprints, like blowing the sand on the handprints and making handprints and drawing buffaloes and stuff on the wall? When was that? How many hundreds thousands i don't i'm not i don't know okay well back then everybody had the same brain as we do now <laughs> we're just it's true a, a toddler growing up then if you plucked it from its babyhood in the end in like not the end but like caveman days no humans prehistoric humans no just stop now i'm telling <laughs> you the truth the same yes it is it's part of the evolution i'm not neanderthals okay Prehistoric human, like human, the the race of humans, not Neanderthals, because okay. I know that that's someone different. Okay. Prehistoric humans. If you plucked that toddler from there and you put them in 2020, they would be the same as every other toddler growing up that was born in 2020. We have the same brains is what I'm saying. Back then, they weren't any different than we are now. We're just trying to, we just are pretending that we're these advanced beings. How did you get on this rant? I don't know. We're we're all in a meat spacesuit. You... <laughs> Flying through space. You Time doesn't exist. You mentioned patterns and people like patterns. And that is Nothing why. Nothing exists. Everything's the, a hologram. When uh, when you said that. The though, water's I, killing you. Fuck you. When you said that, that's when I thought. It's like, yeah, that's the only reason people do implement stuff into their lives. That they like patterns. And as I already said, they like knowing what's coming. And I think that's what feels so boring to me. It's like you just set things up for this illusion of control. And you're not really actually living your life. And I never wanted to be a person like that. So I just rebelled against it completely. But then I ended up not living my life. So what I need to do is find some middle ground where I do things that I enjoy and not just have a routine for the sake of it, but a routine that serves me. And there you go. Uh, or a ritual. And, you know, we figured it out. Thank you. Thank you're you, welcome. Autumn. Seven-year-old me is uh, gone. No. How old are you now? 12? Maybe 14? Yeah, I think, I think I got to 14 on this show. All right, congrats. So I'll catch Happy up. Happy birthday. Thank you. I'm going to catch up. I'm going to mustard. That's all I have to say now. All right, I feel better. Good. Thank, thank you. This was therapeutic. You're welcome. Thanks, everybody, for listening to One Topic. Please like and subscribe. Rate and review on iTunes. Uh, go to our Instagram page, One Topic Zero One. You can also email us at One Topic Zero One at Gmail. Uh, support our sponsor, hoffandpepper.com. Use our code one topic 15 We got to support small businesses in the time of COVID crisis. People are struggling. We got to help them out. Please do it. And, um, you can't say it sincerely for some reason. I know. I was doing really well. Why not? Why, why did you go into I that turned, voice? Because it, it was shilly. Yeah. I mean, look, supporting small businesses, if you can, it's a thing to do. And everyone's saying the same thing. So it's like I have to say it in this different voice. So it's not me being like everybody else because I'm different. You're not. You just <sighs> said right. that we're all the same. You're right. If you took baby Autumn and transported her back to prehistoric, she would have done hand sand things. You're right. 
So you're not different. Okay. Neither am I. We're all just, you know, people who are baking right now because we think this would be a fun <laughs> thing to do. Yeah. I've always wanted to bake. It goes with that thing where people name their kids something they think is unique and then everybody names their kids that same unique thing. Brooklyn. That really became a name there for a little bit. Bronx. Bronx. There's my my son, Bronx. (laughs) The Bronx. The Bronx. The Bronx. (laughs) The Bronx. Okay. This is my... Okay, never mind. What? What were we going to say? I don't know. Uh, You had a name. No. Okay, this is your last chance. This is my son, Soho. Okay. See, it wasn't very good. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't have said anything. This is my daughter, Chelsea. See, that works. Yeah, because that's a real name. Yeah. yeah. Edit this part out. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, bye. Greg. Hey, Autumn. Do you like hot sauce? You know, I do like hot sauce, but I'm getting pretty bored of my regular Texas Peter Tabasco. I'm looking for a local sauce without Mm. any additives or extracts, a company that uses local peppers so it's as fresh as possible, and a company that really cares about the integrity of the sauce and where their ingredients come from. Definitely. And hey, while we're at it, I don't want a sauce with too many ingredients. Mm -mm. You know, a lot of other sauces out there, they have all kinds of fillers. So I'd love to find a sauce with, I don't know, what, let's say no more than five ingredients. I mean, it's crazy, but there's gotta be a company out there that hand processes their sauce. You know, bottling and labeling every bottle themselves. I'm probably asking a lot. Well, you really are, but there is a hot sauce out there who only uses five ingredients. What? zero fillers, additives, or extracts, and who bottles, labels, and packages everything themselves. It's called Hoff Sauce. What? They're a small batch hot sauce company out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, that's won best Louisiana style sauce in the country. How many times? Not once, not twice, three times. Three times! How does that sound, Greg? I think that sounds amazing. You know how you can get your own bottle of no, hot sauce? No, no. Tell me, please, now. Hoffandpepper.com. And not only am I giving you the gift of the best hot sauce that you'll ever taste, I'm going to give you 15% off if you use the code one topic 15 Hold on. That's... Yes. Get a pen and paper. One topic 15 Good. That's O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-1-5. All squished together. At checkout, you'll get 15% off your order and your life will be better. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm